1: your ass and get up on the podcast. Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up of your ass and get up on the podcast. Which police
0: radio? All right, welcome to Which Police Radio. I'm in my basement to which is now uh, a pit of uh, flooded mess, but I'm on the internet, I'm talking to a band, as I do every Monday night, and uh, the band on this episode, uh, one of you has been on the podcast before, but uh, as a group, you definitely haven't. So I think the best way to start this off is if um, the four of you want to introduce yourselves, what you play in the band, and maybe just give me a bit of background uh, about the band, because uh, it's fairly new to me, and I'm not sure how long you've actually been around and all that. So uh, why don't we start with Chris, because he's been on the show before, and if you want to just introduce yourself and let people know what you play, and we'll just go around that way.
2: Sure, thanks, Sam. Yeah, my name is Chris. I uh, play bass in Panema. And yeah, pass uh, it on to Jay.
3: Sure. Yeah, I'm uh, Jay. I play guitar, uh, some keys, um, vocals.
4: Yeah. Cool. Who's next? My name's Ernie. Uh, I'll go next. Sure. My name's Ernie, and I play guitar and sing as well. Cool.
5: My name's Xanadu, and I ride the Silkworms in. <laughs> The landscape uh, that doesn't exist uh mitchell i play drums cool
0: and is this the whole group or are we missing anyone yeah this This is us us. okay so i mean i i think i first heard about you i would seen the name because i try to follow every local band i can find but i didn't really hear much about you until kind of this record um was being uh hyped up a bit by the label and by everyone else and uh you know uh, seeing it online and stuff so what's the actual um origin of this group how long have you actually been together
3: uh, actually, Panima's been around, I think, Mitch, you can probably help me with my memory of this, is it about, about three years the okay. project?
5: Maybe, maybe even four.
3: It might even be four, yeah. Uh, yeah. it started off, um, my wife Anna, uh, myself and Mitch were pulling together, uh, some ideas that I was working on, and we actually recorded, like, a, a demo EP at the time, just stretching our legs and figuring out, um how to sculpt the sounds of uh, the, the sort of style of music we were doing at the time. And my wife and I had been in a band before Mitch and I have also been in a band previously. So it was just kind of figuring out how to gel these new ideas in that. Um, and then following that, uh, so that would have been about four years ago. And I guess in in, in the couple of years following that uh, we got kind of serious about getting like a, a real lock uh, solid, Grouped together and uh subsequently asked uh ernie and chris uh if they would be interested in joining and uh yeah that that's that's how that locked up and in the last couple of years i think is, is the current lineup that that uh that is actually that is based yeah an cool
0: is it named after the town
3: uh hey that's that's uh that's sharp of you (laughs) because that's
0: actually i used to have a cottage at one big beach when i was a kid and we always would drive past the sign that says panima and so that's the only other time i've seen that word is it's on that sign so yeah
3: yeah yeah actually okay you you hit on it yeah you definitely hit on it um that's actually where like we have a family little place out there right uh as well and actually that's where i would go to um like all, all, everyone in this group is creative and does their own songwriting in their places. Eh? That that was been a place for me where I would go and just kind of isolate and write and that's uh okay. Kind of yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's an unusual name too, right? I mean, it's. Uh, do you have people with pr- problems pronouncing it, or, or is it? Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the tech for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll uh, they'll remember it though, right? I guess hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> So
3: I kind of like, I kind of like that though, you know, it, yeah. it, it you know, it, it adds another like few minutes of conversation when you first meet somebody, you know? <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, I hate asking this question and everyone hates answering it, but how do you define the type of music that you play? Cause I was listening to it today and there's a lot of things that I hear in it, but I'm not sure if you're forced, you know, to give it a genre because people want to file everything away in their heads or in their music libraries or whatever. What's the sort of easy Cole's notes to go to, to describe the sound?
3: Ernie, do you
4: want to take that? Uh, psych, kind of, um, pop, rock, um, other kinds of rock. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just whatever we do, I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the, the pop thing, when I was listening, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting so much... Uh, of a strong pop influence in there so where, did, where does that come from i mean uh i don't know what i was thinking it was going to sound like but i've heard some of the bands that, that some of you are in uh, have been in previously and i wasn't expecting so much uh of, of pop kind of hooks and things in there so where does that influence come from
3: uh i like i i guess i like i like a little uplifting because I mean, the, the the lyrics are not always that light, right? You know, so I, I kind of like the juxtaposition position of, of, of uplifting melodies and that. I'm, I'm I mean I'm I love pop music, you know. I can't lie. <laughs> I like <laughs> I, you know <laughs> I like heavy music, but I I mean like primarily the the, the birds are, are one of my favorite bands, you know, or, or like Sid Barrett Pink Floyd and okay. that. And there's, there's, you know, I like I like bands that have a little archness to them, like that, like Steve Malcolmus and and Pavement and things sure. like that too, right? Like there, there's a lot of pop in that music, but there's a, a nice little bitterness to it too. So I mean, I guess I've always enjoyed that that meeting of uh, flavors. That'd be my my take. On does it, does
0: but. that a uh, similar uh, thing for the rest of you? Like, have you all had sort of uh, pop influences seeking in, seeping in despite all the other stuff you were into?
4: Uh, 100% for me it's always been like kind of more 60s influenced I guess Uh, Lots of British rock and uh, I don't know just stuff in high school Uh, It started off like just kind of like hippie kind of rock And then went into like Velvet Underground, R.E.M. And then everything else after that Yeah yeah
0: yeah everything that's kind of been an offshoot of each one of those bands And the next offshoot and the next offshoot yeah yeah. For sure, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um For me, anyways, yeah. what, what about the what about the other two? What uh, what do you guys feel about pop?
2: I was gonna say, like I one thing I, I agree with the pop uh elements to the music, but it's also some the, the songs often stretch out a lot and I think there's a different definite like performance or live uh grooving kind of element to the to the band. Um, yeah. I guess when I when I joined in the songs were a little bit. I don't. Maybe they were shorter. Some of them. I think some of them. Certainly, Ernie's songs developed <laughs> over the, over time uh, and became more uh, lengthier pieces. So, like that, that tendency to stretch out and like to jam on things and to to rock out and get loud at times and, and enjoy that is sort of part of the. That's one part of the band and that, that I like how that's, it blends those two elements together: the poppiness with those uh, ability to stretch out and have. Sometimes two long songs, <laughs> but it's fun. It's really fun to play, right? And uh, we hope the listeners agree that it's uh, that the recording captures that energy. But uh, yeah, it's um, I like that combination of those two things.
4: Yeah. Well, my songs definitely like they would they wouldn't have been as long as they were probably like um, you know just playing with these guys in particular. Like I sort of I sort of let everyone do what they do, you know. I bring like a sort of like an idea and if i was playing with with another group probably the same song would sound like completely different yeah so, yeah. yeah i don't know it's cool though it's very well it, cool. it probably sound a lot worse right <laughs> way worse oh my yeah. god <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you find that those two things are, are tough to balance, that kind of more experimental, more jammy sort of side, and then also uh, maintaining kind of a pop more, I, I don't want to say like marketable sound, because I don't think that's what you guys are going for, but it, it, it's 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 uh, something that's more palatable, I guess, to a wider audience, but then you kind of have the psych things happening, and sort of, like you're saying, that the, the songs that go on for quite a long time, it, are they like fighting each other in your sound, or do you think they mesh well together as, as the two sort of separate sides?
3: I I find it pretty natural. Like, I and mean, not to be like, like sound like, uh, you know, high and mighty, but like, I like at this point, I find it pretty natural. Like, I, I, I think I have my, I think I kind of now have, I feel like I have my voice, you know, it's it took a number of years and I don't really feel like I'm combating it and I don't feel like I'm faking it anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but like, um, yeah, no, I, no, I, I feel it, it, I feel it kind of just comes together how it comes together and 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 it's not necessarily like a success all the time but you know it, it comes together how it's going to come together and maybe maybe if it doesn't work it goes in the trash but like you know it hits now and then you know and and actually if you stumbled upon up, up, upon like a pop um temp like a like a successful pop song that'd be great too
0: <laughs> <laughs> that'd be nice hey? yeah
3: yeah <laughs> What was Not it? likely,
0: but yeah. Yeah, yeah, well you never know. <laughs>
1: I did once
0: What is it like releasing this uh, now? I mean, uh, you know, I know obviously no one can play shows. Uh, an album release show is out of, the, out of the question for until who knows how long. Um, was it weird releasing a record when all of the traditional things that you would have done in other bands, or even with this band a couple of years back, are not options? Like, what, what does that feel like um, as artists?
2: It was supposed to come out eight months ago, which wouldn't have been much better. <laughs> no, it would have been safe nice to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we kind of sat on it for a while, but um, I don't know. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about the that. <laughs> Anyone else want to jump on that? <laughs> it's kind of an odd, awkward time to do anything musical. Um, it's uncertain. Yeah, but uh, but it is you know. for everyone,
0: right? It's not like you're alone. I know, and, and like, I've like,
2: seen we've I've seen bands just go on and throw albums out there, and so I think it's just you can't you just got to get it out. And we all agreed at one point. It's like, well, wait, wait for what? So <laughs> just yeah. Yeah. and art has been art has been very patient so far, so it's, yeah. Cool. It's good to get good to have it. It's really it's nice to have it done for sure. Cool. Regardless, if we don't have any real plans for it, uh, performing wise, but
0: yeah, it's it's out in the world now, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the important thing. Yeah. Cool. Um. So I guess I guess the, the next thing I wanted to talk about was uh about about the album and about the label too. Like, well, I mean that, that's one of the best labels in Winnipeg for sure. It, it, maybe in the country, there the amount of like just. Quantity of music they have been putting out for the past, you know, it's got to be 20 years now, right? And, and I mean, so many great bands. I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of you have been in bands on that label before. I'm not sure offhand, but I mean, how, how did you make the connection uh, with art and how did that end up uh, happening?
3: Uh, to, or, or whoever. That's uh,
5: right. Whatever. No,
0: no, go so, ahead Floor's yeah. open. Go ahead. Yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> uh I'm not exactly sure how it happened. <laughs> I think. Uh, did they see us playing with Man Candy? I think Art from Transistor was at that, that show. Well, he put out, out their
0: account? record, right? So the, the the Man Candy records on his label, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
5: uh-huh. yeah so uh, that was kind of nice to our virtuettus of us that he dug us and uh, that he was willing to put up with us for however long this took. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Art. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's kind of what, what, how it happened. Yeah. Somebody dug
4: you. That was yeah. In. yeah that was uh, Pages' uh, release. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Pages' release, and uh, yeah, it was a great bill at the Cavern, and uh, of, you know, art was there, so it was
0: cool. great. How do you feel like you fit in as a band with the rest of the stuff on the label? And I know the label is super diverse, but it definitely kind of mm-hmm. made its name doing a few different types of music. There's kind of the uh, you know the, the singer songwriter e Scott Nolan type stuff, and then there was the you know sort of. Uh, bar rock hot live guys kind of vibe and then a bunch of bands the fabulous Kildonans, all that stuff kind of the punkier side of things and I know it's you know it's gone quite a bit wider since then but do you think that you fit in well with that roster that the label has and has had
3: yeah I mean there's some weirdos
0: on yeah, that label
3: yeah, for sure you know so, <laughs> i mean in, in the best possible sense you know and and, and I don't know if you, if our musical stylings fit a little bit into the weirdness which i think it, <laughs> it, it, it might you know I, I, then I think it's perfectly suited uh, to and and uh, it's welcome company in that respect I don't know what do you, what do you guys think
4: I think we're strange, yeah, we're, yeah. Um, you know, and uh you know we've all been you know playing with all the other bands that have been on, on that label, you know, like in one form or another for I don't even know how many years. So. Yeah, yeah. So. So it's like a yeah. natural fit, right? I guess, yeah. What, um, <laughs>
0: who, who who is your audience for this? I mean, I'm not trying to like, you know, take give me your marketing demographics or any of that shit, but like, you know, you guys have been in bands for a long time, all of you have been, and so, I mean, like you know, you're not some 18-year-old starting a band and getting out there. Who, where, who are your fans for this? It's cool. I mean, I really like the record when I listen to it, but do you have an idea, like a grasp on sort of who your fan base is?
5: Teenagers from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> but they're all like 40-year-olds, though. So. Right,
6: right.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, most of, most of our friends and, uh, you know, people that we can you know, communicate with directly, you know, they're obviously probably, you know, we'll say 40 and up, I yeah, guess. Yeah.
0: yeah.
4: So I wanted to play originals again because all the younger bands, you know, that's that's where all the original music is. And it, and it always has been, you know, like um, back when we were in our 20s, like uh, it was kind of a novelty if a, if a band, you know, played uh, or weren't an original band, so. Uh, I guess whoever wants to hear original music, and they're probably, well, I guess every music is original, really, if they listen to it. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, it just seems like the younger, the younger, the younger crowd actually goes out and sees more uh, original, life Well, they have more time, right? <laughs> have well, more yeah, time. yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, and also too, like, I mean, if you're if like if you've always been making music. And you've always just had you just had that driver passion for creation and pushing yourself. It's an artistic medium like like any other, right? In, in the sense mm-hmm. that, like a lot of people, there's a there's a cliche of people just leaving it behind, yeah. You know, and outgrowing know, things and that. I mean, and and sure that does happen with people, but at the same time, too, if it, if it is something that you feel that you are still pulling uh, something substantial from for yourself, or, or or feel you have something to contribute uh, creatively. You know, it's 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 just it just feels like this linear. It's, it feels like this this line that just keeps going. You know what I mean? Like it, it, you know, yeah. and It doesn't it doesn't feel like it like it's it, it's time to put away the crayolas or whatever, yeah. right? Because it's it's actually something tan like tangible or or, or uh, you know fertile, constant fertile ground. Uh, yeah. to, You know. hoe. Ho.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people who are at this point in our lives, still doing original music, we're doing it because, as Jay said, there's a fire there. We just yeah. need to stoke it. I mean, you can't stop it. I
6: don't...
2: <laughs> I do tons of music I don't release, too. I mean, but sure. if try to stop me from making music. All four of us are the, in the same boat. I mean, and so anyone in our age group who's still doing music has got that going on. Yeah. And, yeah, when you're younger, you're, you're... We've all been there. We were there in those bands at those times, but the priorities are different. Like... Yeah, I got a couple of kids to put to bed, and so we got other things going on in our lives. For this sure. is not, and we're doing music that we want to make. Like the, the, our demographic is the four of us. Like we, we really love what we do, and we hope other people do. Yeah, we're yeah, not I, trying to. I like that. I like shell that. it out or sell it off or anything, but
0: yeah. you think it helps that uh i can't remember which one you said this earlier but about h- how you guys are weirdos <laughs> does this does that help that you're playing music that maybe isn't necessarily the goal to become commercially successful and then maybe it's more is it more kind of like yeah we can keep doing this forever because yeah. you're doing it for yourselves or you're doing it for whatever the audience is that is into that stuff yeah
3: that, because that that idea always made me want to puke yeah. like uh, you know what i mean even as a teenager I do remember, like when I first started playing music, you know, you're first trying to write songs, trying to figure out what you who you are, what your sound is, and stuff like that. And you kind of end up just kind of glomping onto music you're listening to and aping it a bit. Sure. And then, and then also then, and then also seeing in, in scenes. And I mean, and, and all the more power to people who who are, who are just striving for the that attention and that that uh, whatever the, the the algorithm it takes to write a song the, the verse, chorus, verse, and you know, the, you know. There's an art to that for sure, but it 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 never sat with me, you know. It it doesn't seem like it didn't seem like something to didn't seem like an art artistic decision to follow if you wanted to to, to eke any kind of enjoyment out of it. Right. right. Yeah.
0: No, that makes sense for sure, for sure. And I think that a lot of people who are are still doing something like this that is why they're doing it, right? Because it's it's a, a compulsion mixed with a passion project at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah how um not, not, obviously like we said there's there's no shows happening uh, people can't go and pick up an album at a, at a you know at a show at a merch table like they normally would what's the best way to hear you now like how do you want people to to check out the album uh considering they can't go buy it from you
5: guys at a, at a gig buy at a bad camp i guess
2: Bandcamp camp fridays would be the best option as if they're doing those again or a bad camp at any time right it is on Apple Music and Spotify though, as well. So if you're on that, it's there already. So
0: cool. Are there physical copies as well?
2: Very limited. Ha- promotional... Okay. Promotional. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, we should get you one, Sam. I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: cool. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Awesome. We have uh, an Apple. We, we made yeah, a smart very famous. short run.
2: Right now, we just we produced it ourselves and just yeah. recorded it in Mitch's basement. So um, we think it sounds good enough to share but uh yeah got it's not widely distributed at this point physically but who knows what'll happen cool cool well
0: how do you feel about this um this is maybe a big question and i'm not looking to get like super deep into it but how do you feel about the way that music is consumed now because you know you guys have obviously been in bands in the before times like not before, before the pandemic but before <laughs> you know this current era of spotify and all this stuff are, are you how do you feel about having your music on the internet in, in this way like the, the fact that people might Listen to one song on Spotify because it sounds on playlist and then never bother to check out the rest of the ra- rest of the album. Maybe never see you live. Maybe forget you even existed if the name doesn't stick in the head, right? What, what's your kind of your take on this, uh, being a band and trying to release music. And there's 10 billion other bands all competing on the same platform. Whereas it's very different than it would have been even 10 years ago.
3: Well, I, I have an anecdote that relates to that. Actually. I remember, um, I used to play in a band called national monument okay. and we, uh, we toured out west one time and we played a show at the Besnard Lakes uh, at this, this bar in Calgary and I just remember after we finished our set, uh, my friend Jim and I who pl- played in the band with me, we were sitting there and there's this guy who was like completely inebriated sitting in front of us and he's like rocking on his chair and he, he was like really gung-ho after the show about buying our album. And, we, and, I, and I nudged Jim and I was like, hey, Jim, look into the guy's chair. And we look and it's our CD just <laughs> just sitting. like he, It was like he didn't care. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just like he bought it, whatever. So in in some respects, having a physical copy kind of ends up under the, the drunk's chair too at times.
0: <laughs> yeah, or in a basement <laughs> so, in a box somewhere. Yeah.
3: Right, right. So uh, being able to be on platforms, I think, is actually pretty wonderful. Like even if somebody did hear it once and... and never again someone heard it once which is kind of interesting right yeah. like
0: yeah one well, it could be um, anywhere it could be a 75 year old in slovakia or something right and then maybe they just randomly happen upon this for whatever reason and then maybe they like it yeah so it's that's kind of cool That's
1: yeah. actually a market.
0: the 75 year old slovakians yeah <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: hit, <laughs> you hit it on the head yeah
0: outside of um you know this the record specifically what's the best way for people to find out what's up with uh you know potential shows in the future assuming things change because the good thing about this being a podcast is you know people hear it in a few weeks but they can also listen to it a year down the line two years down the line it kind of lives on the internet forever so is there kind of a main uh website or social media presence you would point people towards to kind of keep track of what you're doing
5: uh yeah there is uh i believe there's we have com or panima band sorry excuse me band, uh, dot com, and through there you can link up to our facebook and stuff like that which is usually the way uh that we kind of promote things which cool. I, don't know, I guess mm-hmm. and <laughs> Insta- there's
3: instagram too eh yeah.
0: and then uh obviously like you said it's on the the, the streaming platforms and, and Bandcamp is the way you can actually get paid for it which would be nice right <laughs> yeah. yeah cool cool Thanks, awesome yeah. Friday. <laughs> Uh, not to you know dwell too much on the pan- on the pandemic because I-, I end up talking way too much about it every time I do one of these. But uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. just to kind of wrap things up here, what um, assuming the pandemic ended tomorrow and you could get back to to some form of normalcy, obviously that's not going to happen. But what would you- what would you- what would be the ideal thing for the band to do? What would Panema do if you could sort of suddenly you're thrust back into the before time and you can start uh, acting like you know bands did <laughs> a couple of years ago?
5: Well, we should probably start jamming I guess. Yeah,
3: I think re- learn how to play the songs again, yeah, like we yeah, had yeah, said yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Play
5: our instruments again, or just or just
3: like or just get in a room and sniff each other and try to like get familiar with each other again and eat, and go, yeah, <laughs> reacquaint each other. Uh
5: yeah, I'm in the same corner of my basement. <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs>
3: I'm gonna, gonna
5: what now? <laughs> Edit that. <It's>
2: yeah.
6: <laughs>
0: have you had any chances to get together at all during this, even in that short window where there was kind of relaxed rules, or have you all been separate the whole time?
5: Yeah, actually, we had uh, a show kind of lined up, but then things started kind of getting quiet. Oh, yeah. And canceled it. Yeah, that was right. like a year ago, though. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was almost at the beginning of the all the stuff, really. Yeah. 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 Well, oh no, not really yeah well, we, we, we really we did a recording and after that uh we mixed and mixed and mixed and mixed and remixed it so <laughs> that's what took so long in the, in that year we were meeting on zoom like this and, and doing right. that sort of thing and
4: yeah I think the last time like we were all together was probably not this winter that just passed but maybe the winter before I don't even know uh-huh. oh
2: I tried to think about that too it, it was I didn't get the answer either yeah I don't know it's been a while Yeah, it's the one time. But it's that's like for so many people I know that's the way it is. Totally.
0: Well, hopefully, hopefully (laughs) things change sooner rather than later, and you guys can get back together. I feel like it'd be be nice to, if it happens. (laughs) Well, the answer is
2: your question, Sam, I, I I was, I'm really hopeful that there'll be some possible. Like, I'm expecting there'll be a big comeback with live music. I'm worried. I'm curious about the venues that will be still standing, but uh, I'm sure there'll be places willing for bands to play, and we'll be willing to play and people I'm sure will be interested in seeing some music and, and I'm sure it'll be. Yeah. Uh, just a show with people who are there to see us or any, whoever um, we're playing with and just, we're happy and uh, that won't be a tall order to fill I don't think so.
3: Although the first show is dedicated to 72 uh, year old Slovakians. Right. So right. Cause that, that's your that target audience. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, we're,
2: uh, we're, yeah, yeah squirt squirt we're blowing for, up. Or, yeah. We're built a retirement home.
5: <laughs>